we struggle with that, you know, many times. And women in general struggle with that many times. Who do I think I am to run this company, you know? I'm constantly proving these self-sabotaging thoughts wrong on a regular basis. Are you ready to pour into your life, your vision, and your purpose? Hello, and welcome to Pass Her Power, a place where you as a woman can get back to you. If you want to learn more about how to live a healthier life, want to be intentional about manifesting the life that you want, have a great idea for a new business, want to take your finances to the next level, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is a place for women interested in their health and self-development where we can get in-depth about topics like improving our minds, bodies, and bank accounts. Some shows will just be the two of us having deep conversations about our journey, and in others, we'll invite a guest to share their experiences and thoughts. Your journey to a better you starts right here. And remember to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And like Pastor Power on Facebook and Instagram so we can connect. Hello, and welcome to the first week of Pass Her Power. We're your hosts, Monique Williams and Regina Lewis. Because we're so passionate about empowering women to live their best lives, we're hosting a three-day, 100% virtual event from July 14th through July 16th. You can purchase tickets on our website at passherpower.com. We're going to be talking about health, how to manifest the life that you want, and we're going to build a community of other empowered women that you know are just ready to to get their lives on a journey of of success and self love. If you're interested in developing yourself, being the best you you, you can be, um, this event is definitely for you. And you can purchase tickets on our website passherpower.com, and that's where you can go ahead and purchase tickets to this event. Today, let's talk about um, getting started and what are some of the hurdles that we as empowered women face when it comes to getting started? I think sometimes we as women, um, one of our biggest hurdles to getting started is, especially if you're a wife and a mom, can be the overwhelm of having a family. That's the first thought that comes to mind is just you know, all the things that we tend to juggle as women. We definitely have, um, we were, you know, we juggle a lot and I think we struggle with, I know personally, because I'm a mom, because I'm a wife and, you know, I have a family that I'm managing a lot of times when it comes to getting started on something that I want. And an issue that I face a lot is the time that, the time that it takes to get started, it's like, okay, I can use this time over here and start doing X, Y, and Z that's on my business plan. Or I could spend this time getting doctor's appointments scheduled. And it's almost like where we want to spend our time and where we feel obligated to spend our time. I think a lot of times that keeps us from starting or becomes a roadblock when it comes to starting. Yeah, that's definitely true. I know I suffer from, you know, mom guilt a lot of times because it's like, you know, we realize that the time that we are raising our kids, it's it's precious, right? And so we want to make sure that we're doing our best with them. We want to make sure that we're raising them well. Um, and then we also want to accomplish our dreams too. So it's 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 that balancing act of motherhood. Um, and if you're married, you know, uh, being a wife, that just adds another layer to it because to have any relationship, you need to feed into that. And so, yeah, 
it, it's, it's definitely a balancing act. So, yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, for me, an issue that I had is whether or not my, whether or not what I was trying to do was in line with almost like my purpose. So it had a lot to do with whether or not it actually is for me. It's so easy to get so caught up in, okay, I got to make this revenue. I got to, if I'm going to do this, I got to make money, you know, but is that the right thing for you just because it makes money? I think what happens when it comes to revenue, because the goal is like whenever, whenever anyone starts a business or any type of financial endeavor, the goal is to create some type of financial success for you. So with that being the goal, it's hard to manage it not being the purpose and creating revenue while it's important. It's really, it's still one of those things that you kind of have to do a balancing act. Like what's the main purpose of this endeavor or this journey or this business? And is it something that can create revenue? If so, at what pace or, you know, what type, um, but yeah, just even even trying to figure out whether or not trying to keep revenue out of out of the forefront when it comes to building that plan. Yeah, I do. I do definitely think that that's important because you don't want to end up creating a business that you hate. You don't want to create a business that the only purpose of it was to make money, and so it it lacks substance. It lacks direction, it lacks good intentions, because all you're worried about is making a dollar, you know? Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, There was, um, there was a time where making handmade items for me became one of those things where I may have to, in order for my business to grow, I may have to give up the handmade portion of the business and, you know, pass it off to another, maybe train people or pass that off to another, you know, another vendor and do type drop shipping even. And I think part of where I know I struggled with in the beginning of my business is trying to make sure that I'm still holding on to what was important to me and growing a business at the same time. And, um, what I found was I really had a hard time letting go of hand making every single thing because I was so built into that purpose and almost forgetting, not necessarily neglecting the revenue part, but I was really, it was super purpose-driven, which also became a little bit of a flaw for the business. I ended up having to compromise between purpose-driven and success-driven. I think that's a really good thing that you are so passionate and that you were so passionate about, you know, okay, I have to make these items because it means that your intentions behind why you were doing this, they were real, they were good, they were kind. And it, it actually speaks to the fact of, you know, other business owners like that, because if you are so passionate about this, it's like, okay, you want to be the one to put your hands on it. You want to be the one to do it. You want to make sure it's done right. But there's definitely a balancing act where you have to, at some point kind of say, okay, I can teach other people how to do this the right way. It's kind of like a, 
tropical smoothie and you're the only one who can make the smoothie, right? You're like, no, I can, <laughs> I can teach others. <laughs> you can teach others. Yeah. And, you know, part of, part of getting to that place was in not to, not to, I guess, strike at ego every now and then is say, you know what, I'm a, I'm a big enough deal where I can train someone how to, how to do this. Like, taking yourself out of those self-sabotaging thoughts. And that's really another reason. That's a big reason why I think a lot of women struggle to get started on whatever that next chapter is, is those self-sabotaging thoughts. Because part of that was, you know, these are my handmade items and who do I think I am trying to get someone to train or doing drop shipping? And, you know, I'm not even, you know, at that place yet. And, then I kind of thought about it. Well, why not? Why aren't I at that place yet? Why don't I think I'm that big of a deal enough to kind of build my business to the next level and start delegating things that I at one point wanted to do? And that's that's a good thing about businesses is that you at some point can start growing so that you can do more of what you enjoy and not just that one thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that statement, that sentence, who do I think I am? Mm. Because I, I just feel like we all, you know, a lot of us, we struggle with that, you know, many times and women in general struggle with that many times. Who do I think I am to run this company? You know? Yeah. And I think it has a lot to do with that's language that we hear. So even if we don't, we don't hear it, you know, we don't hear it directed at us and it's kind of conditioned thoughts that we place on other women and ourselves and eternally or internally. So even if it's not me that's thinking it, I know in my head, well, someone's going to think it. So, you know, so it's almost like one of those, if it's not us beating ourselves up, it's, it's someone imagining, you know, some past experience where we were actually hearing someone get beat up or getting, you know, bullied ourselves. So it's kind of hard because we condition ourselves in that who do we think we are type of mind frame too. I think that, you know, what that means is funny because I am um, listening to this book um, and it's it, the title is Feeding the Soul. And um, one of the things that she was talking about was that empathy means love, right? So if mm -hmm. you have empathy for other people, then you have love, right? And love is God, right? Yes. And so when you're talking about people that are hurting, you still have to have empathy and love for them because sometimes the people that spew the most hate, the most judgment, everything, th those are the ones that are hurting the most. Absolutely. So the women that are going ahead and saying, who does she think she is with that judgment? You have to go ahead and say to yourself, well, she must be hurting. She must feel insecure. Something, someone who said that to her, you mm -hmm. know, when you walk with love and empathy. So. Yeah. And, you know, another thing when it comes to that, who does she think she is? You know, I can't speak for a lot of other women, but I know I can speak for me. Mine was built out of a coping mechanism. The who she thinks she is is someone that is healing and using their business and their growth as a way to heal. You know what I mean? So like if I'm if I'm impressing myself at every step, then I'm constantly proving these self-sabotaging thoughts wrong on a regular basis. And so you know, self-sabotaging thoughts can keep you from starting, but then at the same time, those are the same things that can heal you. Those, like you said, you know, who does she think she is? And, you know, those women that are afraid to start and because they're hurting, 
that purpose is what can heal. Um, that's what I have found. I have, I, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten to my desk and just gotten my beads out and just got to work and whatever it was that was on my mind just seems a lot smoother. I can make it to point A to point B and, you know, as far as my thought process a lot better. I know that it's a, it's a coping mechanism and it's a healing mechanism for me because it is something that, that is mine. You know what I mean? It's, it's mine and it's, it's, it's golden because I cherish it because it has love in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you're proving those thoughts wrong, you know, and, and that's what it is. It's about just sitting down in front of your computer, in front of your art, whatever it is that you do, sitting down and just doing stuff, like just getting started. And sometimes you just need, and and sometimes you may not feel like it, right? Mm -hmm. That Netflix show may look more interesting, but just sitting down and just saying, I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to start working. And then once you get into it, you get into flow, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I was writing, I was writing things down and I wrote down God is love. And I love that um, because it really speaks to like that purpose driven portion that I was talking about. And when you find something that you love or you enjoy doing, or you, you, you just love the, the rewards that you get out of it, that is God. That is how you know you're in the right place because it feels like love. It feels like peace. Um, and that is my, that's always my beacon of knowing how I know I'm in the right place. If I love it and it feels like peace, then it has to be God. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're in your moment. You're in your, your space that you're supposed to be in when you're like that, when you feel those feelings. And we, as women, we're very intuitive creatures, you know, we feel a lot of feelings, right. And that's what makes us such great nurturers as well. You know, all of this has me thinking about the fact of, you know, if someone doesn't get started by you not sitting there by you not making a choice to go ahead and say, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to go after this, which lives, even if you touched, let's say you only touched five to 10 lives, right. With what you did. Those are five to 10 lives. They're going to touch five to 10 lives that are going to touch five to 10 lives with what you're doing with your gifts, right? You're not just helping you. You know, like you're not just benefiting you. And even if it's not a dream that's forever, usually the business that you start here, if it changes into something else or if another business is more successful than this first one that you started, you're still going to learn lessons out of this first business that you can take with you in so many different places and so many different ways, you know? Absolutely. You said, um, you said something that made me think of something that Rachel Rogers said in her book, um, we should all be millionaires. And, um, it was about, but she said, you know, your vision doesn't just help you. It helps, you know, say you're, you know, a hairstylist and you specialize in natural hair care and you have someone that sits in your chair and she, you know, she's been struggling with her hair since she, since she owned it, since it started growing out of her head. (laughs) She owned it. (laughs) 
And, um, you know, so what you do is you use your special gift that you really didn't think was all that big of a deal, but then you realize, you know, it maybe it could be. Um, so you gave yourself a shot. Now, next thing you know, you, you've, you've taught this, this person natural hair care. You've empowered her to not only love her hair, but love taking care of it. And, and now this woman is empowered to show her daughter how to take care of her hair. So you helping yourself and, 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 and starting that lease for your salon or you helping yourself and um, setting up that LLC for what have you, that really does have, like you said, after it's like a domino effect. And especially when it comes to other women, we, we deep down, we love seeing empowered women empower other women. We're going to get started on our first virtual event. Um, I'm super excited about it. I know that we're going to be addressing some of those self-sabotaging reasons why we don't get started. Getting started is definitely just going, just doing it. And sometimes we just needed some extra inspiration. Sometimes we need some extra direction on how to get started. And because we're so passionate about it, you know, as mentioned earlier, we're going to be having a virtual three-day event um, from July 14th through July 16th. And we're going to be talking about a lot of this stuff to help you get started. I'm super excited about it. Um, you know, I, I know that there is a, there are a lot of people I've been talking to some, you know, some women that are, you know, super excited about not just the entrepreneurship part, but the community, the network, um, the resources, the know-how to kind of sit down and, you know, at least virtually and, and hear from and talk to a lot of other women that are kind of going through the same brain space that you're in. Um, and, and, it's almost like, you know, I don't know if you remember at a, at a job, you kind of go through training together with a, bu a bunch of people and you guys have all experienced in your own way. But then when you go through training, you kind of have like that network and that bond. Um, that's the way I picture the live event and this virtual event that we have coming up in July. Yeah. And we want to keep in touch. Like we're, we're not going to just go ahead and say, all right, we're going to have this event and that's it. We're going to build a community. We're going to you know, um, make sure that we can mentor each other to help each other, share knowledge with each other and build a group. 100% and build businesses with each other. You know, when, when you have a network, you also have, you know, you have a community of barters, you know, we are living in an economy where it's starting to be better to suit ourselves and, and keep money within a community so that we can power ourselves from within. And, this is a great way to start that and a great, a great way to get involved. This is something that we're both really passionate about, you know, empowering women, um, therefore empowering our communities, you know, and I think that this is definitely something that moves with God and empathy and love. So, yeah. yeah. I agree with you 100%. I'm super excited. There's uh, there's going to be a, a speaker that's going to talk about a lot of different types of government grants and funding. Um, so when we say we're, we're here to help everyone get started, that's exactly what we mean. Yes, we're not holding anything back. We're going to pour into you guys. And we're also going to be talking about things like mental health we're going to be talking about physical health you know ways to keep your body healthy you want to make sure that we're really helping you from many different ways you know to make sure that you holistically can grow holistically can be your best hope so yeah like um like you were saying 
mental health, physical health, health is wealth. And so, like you're saying, you know, you can't you can't build a healthy business unless you are a healthy vessel to go into that. So we're going to talk about that too.